0: This is Power for Living, the Bible teaching ministry of Christ the King Church in Wakefield, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Feliciano Segundo, and our teacher is Father Michael Carl. So get all your Bibles and let's get started.
1: Have you ever heard something like this? I work every day from dawn until dusk to provide for this family, and you accuse me of being lazy. Just, who do you think you are? Or, who does he think he is belittling me like that in front of the entire staff? Or then there's a third one here. Just a minute. Who do you think you are? You can't talk to me that way. And the other guy says, says who? So have you ever heard anything like that where, who do you think you are? (coughs) Who do you think you are to come in here like that? Well, here's the deal. The Pharisees say something with the same attitude and the same spirit, even though, in this case, the words are different. Because they confront Jesus, or at least they think they're confronting Jesus, by saying, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Now, they're asking... In reference to all of the deeds and the healings and the acts that Jesus had done and it was just in the previous section of the gospel and it was in like chapter 21 and Jesus cleansed the temple and he drives out all the money changers and the people who are selling the goats and the rabbits or not rabbits but goats and pigeons and sheep for sacrifices and he's driving them all out of there and this no doubt obviously irritated the Pharisees just a little because they thought their authority was being undermined of course it kind of was but they were upset about it and they were upset enough to go and try to get in Jesus face and ask him who do you think you are and They, of course, didn't want to hear the answer, because Jesus could have said, I'm God. (laughs) And that would have ticked them off a little bit more, and they would have accused him of blasphemy, yada, 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 and so forth. Now, Jesus asked them by the baptism of John, where was it from? Was it from heaven? Or was it from men? Now, John MacArthur wrote about this. This passage depicts another occasion when these community leaders failed to see the truth. Elders and clergy from the Sanhedrin came to Jesus as he teaches in the temple, probably in a portico adjoining the court of the Gentiles, knowing that Jesus' recent actions are his claim to supremacy over the temple. They want Him to reveal the source of His authority and, however, only two options are possible, God or men. As usual, they don't want the truth. Rather, they only want to trap Jesus. If Jesus claims human authority, He can be arrested for blaspheming God and His temple. And contrary to that, if Jesus claims divine and royal authority, Rome can execute him for sedition. In the sovereignty of God, Jesus, or at least in our perceptions, Jesus was in a no-win position. But Jesus answers with a question of his own, and that was a common practice in rabbinic debate. Using an illustration and a figure of speech in which a part in this case is used to represent the whole of John's ministry, Christ asks his opponents about the authority behind John the Baptist's ministry. Now, in my experience, such as it is, I found out that good lawyers and good reporters never ask a question unless they already know the answer. It's a lot safer that way if you already know what the answer ought to be. And so Jesus, of course, knows the answer to the question he asks them because he says, was the baptism of John from God or from men? Of course Jesus already knew the answer to that. But, here's the hook in this, he already knew that the Pharisees knew where John's authority came from because John, contrary to trends in the past, was drawing these huge crowds and the crowds never got smaller. And if we remember from Acts chapter 5, the rabbi Gamaliel quotes two instances of where somebody rose up claiming to be somebody and when they were killed, all their followers dispersed and it came to nothing. And so on this, this tidbit of evidence, the Pharisees knew that John had some something that those other guys did not. And so Jesus knew they knew. And not only that, let's take this a little further, the Pharisees knew that Jesus knew that they knew. You follow that? And so Jesus asked the question. And they don't want to admit the answer. Now, we get a little bit of their reasoning here while Jesus is, you know, Matthew's writing the gospel and they're debating as Matthew records it. Well, if we say that that it was from God, he'll ask us, why didn't we believe him? And if we say it's from men, the people are going to stone us or do something because they believe John's a prophet. Well... They also didn't want to admit that they knew where John's authority came from, because guess what? If they admitted that they knew where John's authority came from, they would also have to admit where Jesus' authority came from. Because John had this unusually uh, tunnel vision focus, where all the things that John said had to relate and related to Jesus' ministry. He pointed people to Jesus. In other words, John preached Jesus. And so if they admit they know that John was from God, they would have to admit that Jesus was from God. And guess what? They don't want to admit either of those two things. So they come to him and say, uh, uh, we don't know, and then Jesus said, according to the deal we made, I don't have to tell you either, and he doesn't. And of course, that no doubt frustrated the Pharisees even more, because then Jesus has the audacity to say what he says in verses 27 through 32 or 28 through 32 but what do you think a man had two sons and he came to the first and said son go work today in my vineyard and he says I'm not doing that but then he feels guilty and he goes and then Jesus says then the second one came and he said oh yeah I'm gonna go do that and he doesn't go do it so who did the will of his father the first one Now, does everyone remember the very first Star Wars movie? The one from back in 1977, 46 years ago. (laughs) And Han Solo at the end there, they're getting ready, the rebel forces are getting ready to attack the Death Star. And Han Solo says, I'm not doing that. He says, I know what I'm doing. And he keeps loading up his ship with the crates of freight that he's going to haul. And he says, I know what I'm doing. You know, and he takes off and does his thing. He starts out to go do his thing. Now, then we get to the place where all the fighters are trying to fly down this gully or whatever you want to call it. And they're shooting on the way down and a lot of them get blown out of the air and at the end there we see that Darth Vader is following Luke and he's going I got you now you know and he starts to shoot but what happens out of the blue this shot comes from nowhere hits Vader's ship and drifts him and heads him out the into space and he goes huh and he goes drifting out but what's the next scene we see han solo is in his millennium falcon and he goes
0: yeah
1: get it boy and let's blow this thing up and get out of here that's one of the best illustrations i can think of of this of the parable that jesus is telling here han solo first says i ain't doing it but then he said then he goes and he does it And so he does the right thing, he becomes a great hero and blah, 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 you know, and at the end. But that's the illustration of what we're talking about here. The first son who said, nah, he went and actually did it. But then Jesus has the audacity to say something so radical. Because he says, assuredly I say to you, tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you didn't believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you didn't afterward relent and believe. So tax collectors and harlots, the two most despised people, other than the Samaritans, in the Jewish Universe, as it were, we're going to get into heaven before those religious leaders because they believed and the religious leaders did not. And so that's our, our challenge for today. Are we going to faithfully trust and believe in Jesus and all that He can do in our lives, including healing, restoring, fixing what's broken? redirecting our paths into the way of righteousness to follow him more closely, or are we going to try to do our own thing, our own way, like Frank Sinatra, you know, I did it my way, and fail miserably, or are we going to do it Jesus' way, like choosing the Jesus way, as Phil Wickham wrote about? Are we going to do it that way, or are we going to not? And so I challenge you this day to take and make sure that we're walking and that you're walking in the path of righteousness and that you are a true follower of Jesus, not just a fan or a great admirer of all that he represents. Those are two different things. Because one of the things that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 is, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And I don't know about you, but that verse still gives chills up the back of my neck because not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, is going to go to heaven. So let's make sure that we're following Jesus, the Jesus way, and not our own way. Jesus' way is obviously better. Amen? Amen.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this week's edition of Power for Living. If you happen to miss any of our other programs, be sure to go to our podcast page at christthekingnorthshore.podbean.com. And you can also visit our website at www.ctknorthshore.org. If this program has been a blessing, feel free to let us know. Write us at Power for Living, care of Christ the King Church, 4 Railroad Avenue, Suite 309 in Wakefield, Massachusetts, 01880. Or you can also send us an email at Shore at gmail.com. You can be a part of this gospel ministry by becoming a patron of Power for Living. You can find out how by clicking the Become a Patron button at the top of our podcast page. That's it for this week, and until next time, remember that Jesus is your Power for Living.